This is The Back Pass, a podcast for sports nerds by sports nerds. On tonight's episode, we look back at the last two weeks of entertainment and drama dished up by the Cricket T20 World Cup. The cricket has been nail-biting, spicy, hot, fierce, and at times, really, really wet. Hello and welcome to the Back Pass. I'm your host Ali Mawala and with me today I have Shivank, Kevin, Sid and welcome back from his long trip, Gurpreet. Hello, hello. Hey guys. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Lads, we are currently deep, deep, deep into World Cup season. There are currently three World Cups running, two World Cups from 2021 um the rugby league world cup and the women's rugby world cup and we also have the T20 2022 world cup running and we're so close to the world cup that we will not talk about um but last weekend i think about half the world must have tuned in to watch what was probably some of the most anticipated games um that in, in a calendar year. So let's, let's start there. So the mighty Kiwis took on Jamaica in the 2021 rugby league world cup. So who was, who was up to see that one? <laughs> no, no, not even I watched that. And I, I, pre- I, I pretty much watched everything while I was in India. That was in your time zone. Gopri. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> To be fair, I only found out the game was on last week. So there you go. <laughs> I was joking. Um, you know that half half the world definitely tuned in to watch uh, Australia versus New Zealand won, but definitely India versus Pakistan were the highlights last weekend. And what amazing cricket in both those matches. So let's kick us off. Gurpreet, what were your thoughts on Australia versus New Zealand? Absolutely fantastic performance from the boys. As you guys know, we, New Zealand, we have a bit of a mental block when it comes to Aussie and World Cups and cricket. I just love (laughs) the attitude right from the outset to take on that bowling lineup. Um, Finn Allen, absolutely fantastic. And, And I just think that set the tone for the game. And without wanting to sound smug, because I know we're going to get to close finishes with the other game, but really that game wasn't even close. If, if we look at that Black Caps Australia game right from the outset, it, it wasn't close. We, we set the tone, we put the foot on the throat, and quite honestly, it was a hammering. Brilliant performance. Probably one of the best ever World Cup Black Cap performances. And to be fair, like New Zealand backed it up as well. I think both their wins so far, other than the washout, um, both their wins have been, have been pretty much, um, stand-up performances. Totally. Uh, on the evidence, on the evidence we have seen, and I had serious reservations going into this tournament. Our form was patchy at best. Selections were a little bit unclear. We've really had two statement wins. 
they've been they've been very different wins against Aussie. It was foot on the throat from literally the first over. Sri Lanka, we were obviously on the back foot, losing those the big three batsmen up top, and we had yep. to consolidate yep. and build. And and I think what we've shown is the ability to win differently and to adjust. And I think it bodes well for what's going to be a very, very close tournament. Yeah, it has. And it definitely got things got things going for that weekend as well. And then we had a couple of our own back pass um, insiders at MCG uh, for the India versus Pakistan. Sid, Shivank, how was that experience? Whew. Um, Shivank, I think I'll let you go first on oh. this one. Okay. Because, yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever watch a better match in my life. And I don't think I'll see a better six in my life than the one where Kohli hit straight over Harris Ruff's head. I don't think there's going to be anything better than that. We were always going to talk about that six. Yeah. But also, the atmosphere at that ground is not something anyone will ever experience unless they actually make it to the MCG for an India-Pakistan game. 90,000 people... Um, the support was maybe 65, 35, 70, 30 in, um, in terms of in, in India's favor. But boy, was there an atmosphere. Um, I lost my voice for the next couple of days. Um, yeah, it's only Wednesday that I could speak again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was my second India-Pakistan game. I watched the first one, Champions Trophy, the one India won. Um in Birmingham, which was a perfect setting for India-Pakistan, given, you know, Birmingham is sort of, you know, evenly split between the two mm. nationalities. Uh, India won that game. Again, the atmosphere was brilliant, but only 40,000 people. So, you know, when you say 40,000, the noise levels are a lot higher for 40,000 as well. But the MCG was different for so many reasons. A, it was World Cup. B, bigger stadium. I think one of the best, if not the best. Uh, in the world. Yeah. Uh, uh, the atmosphere, Shivank and I, we, I think, pretty much got there at the same time. There was DJ playing outside. There was, you name it, everything was everything there. Everything you f- can imagine, you know, yeah. The vibe was there, you know, the noise was there, and, you know, you just get sucked into the, you know, the the, the atmosphere, and yeah. you want to be a part of it. you got 70,000 Indians singing the national anthem. Um, it was just beautiful. And because of the highs and lows of the game, the, the way the game actually flowed. Uh, you know, the Indian crowd went silent after 10 overs, 45 for four. He thought it's the end of it. Hmm. But then, you know, India sort of got back into the game and then last over pretty much had everything. Yeah. Uh, including I almost fainted at the end of it <laughs> because the excitement got too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you 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 ended up hugging people you didn't even know because the yeah. game was so bloody brilliant. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, but look, it's it's a game you remember forever. Someone said the other day, that's when the World Cup started. That's when the World Cup ended. ended. You know, pretty smart. It was just that level of game, and to have my son with me to experience this level of game just made it extra special. That's brilliant. Mm. Uh, Shivank mm. said, um, if I may interject. If they wanted to make a Bollywood movie about that last <laughs> over and you had seen the movie before you watched the game, would you have believed it? No. No, I wouldn't have. No. 
My honest answer would have been, oh, Bollywood, can you come up with something half decent and believable? Yeah. 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 I think it was a script. And if I have to add to that script, Gurpri, it was raining a day before. Mm. Absolutely. It was supposed to be 90% rain the day. It did not rain until the match ended until ended. 11.30. When we walked out of that stadium, it started raining. And then the next day, it just kept raining kept and raining. the day after. That's been Melbourne. Jeez, so yeah. I think it was a perfectly written script. And as you said, if it was a Bollywood movie, you know, oh, the rain ends because the match has to happen, right? It sounds like a Bollywood movie. You yeah. add another dimension to it, right? Who's the guy who basically saved the innings for India? The guy everyone expects it to be the hero. Virat Kohli. India's yeah, 30, the one who's down and out. He's struggling for form for three years. You know, um, everybody's on his case. Like he needs to retire or something. He takes a 42-day break from cricket. Says he didn't hold, uh, hold up a bat for 30 days. Comes back, plays the innings of a lifetime and basically sees at home. Yeah, I, I don't think Bollywood can match this. And the, the, the subplots are absolutely incredible. Because I guess you get clutch innings at the end in T20s all the time. But the, as Sid was saying, the ebbs and flows in the game. Because there was multiple points in that game. And, and I was in India watching this. <clears throat> People were saying, oh, it's over. Let, just turn it off. You know, I, I was literally, we were watching the game. Car full of about eight people uh, driving through Punjab. And at multiple points, people were like, okay, switch it off. It's over. What's the point? You're just eating through mobile data. But it was just, it was absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible game. Kevin, I just want to check in with you. As an Indian living in Australia, how did you take those two games? Okay. So with the, you know, Australia versus New Zealand game, we briefed over it, but that batting collapse was a bit shocker. And to be honest, the fully, you know, the vaunted Australian bowling attack on that pitch has what, 200 odd? I don't think another team's put up 200. Yeah. So that was a that was a bit of a misfire on the Australian front. Hopefully they can catch back up and it won't be them knocked out in the group stage. Um, on the mm-hmm. Indian versus Pakistan game, um, I have to make a, a bit of admission. After Sky got out, I went and took a shower and my dad turned off the TV. <laughs> I went downstairs and um, just flicked it back on because I had a feeling that if Collie was in there, there was a chance. And I, I there was, was that sixth sense, in, you know, like every Indian supporter would have that if Virat Kohli is playing, there is a chance that he's going to win, yep. especially against Pakistan. And uh, Yeah, no, actually the same feeling everyone had in the stadium as well, yeah. and Shivank would agree with that. Mm. While Kohli was there... Everyone in the stadium said, no one's getting up from their seats. Not even to go to the bathroom <laughs> to get a beer or anything. Let's not jinx him. Right? Oh, so, put, put it this way. Even the Pakistani fans were like, we're, we're not, we haven't won this game yet because Kohli's yeah. still playing. I had a few yeah. sitting right in front of me. We had a good conversation yeah, all throughout no the way, game. Yeah. And they were like, no, this game is far from done. The star player, the only star in this match is still playing. And I think that's that's sort of why that was such a masterful innings because it was it was such a contrast. I guess the the two innings that have in this tournament that have stood out for me, and they've both been during the two games we've um, we've discussed. 
Finn Allen first up against Aussie just blew them away, Ooh. right? That was um, mm-hmm. what 15 or 16 balls, and he completely dismantled, as Kevin said, the much-vaunted Aussie bowling attack. But Coley's innings was... It, it was almost like he was going through the gears, right? It, it was it was literally going mm. from the first gear through to the fifth gear, and and the way he paced mm. that was was just absolutely incredible. Yeah, I think yeah. first fifteen balls he only had eleven runs or something. Said you might know the stats. Uh, Twenty-one me. balls, twelve runs. There you go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have you wouldn't have been able to do that without Hardik. Right. No. Like we, exactly. We, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. And that's that's hard to keep kind of going. Yeah, that's a brilliant supporting role that he played. Hmm. His timing was a bit off on the day, but it didn't necessarily matter too much because these guys played brilliantly. It's funny when uh, there was twenty nine of nine balls and Hardik took a single. He wanted to come back for the second, and Kohli second. stopped him. Yeah. A lot of people were like, "Why? Just go for it." Hardik could hit him for a six. <laughs> Yeah, and the next two balls. Well, I think we just yeah. can't forget for <laughs> for quite a while. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, like I have a reputation on this show for being a bit of a nerd, but honestly, like it's all it's been a week since the game. I still haven't figured out the physics and the biomechanics behind that shot. No, maybe the you need a, over, maybe you need a bowler to explain it to you. Yeah, <laughs> please do, <laughs> please do. <laughs> That shot, that shot's actually right up there with like the helicopter shot from Dhoni in the World Cup. Like it's just, it's one of those shots. It's like, how the hell did you mm. even play that? Mm. It's like, you know, when, when, when players, players of like, of that ilk play shots like that, you like cover your kids' eyes because you're like, don't, don't watch that. Don't learn that. Don't ever try to do that again. Like that's the thing with, the thing with Dhoni shot. And I, and I've read this in so many places. I said, you know, because people watch the Tony shot quite so many times, uh, they'll watch the Kohli shot as well so many times because, you know, for what it was. But the difference is the Tony shot was the World Cup winning moment. If that shot wasn't hit, we would have still won the World Cup. But if yeah. this wasn't hit, mm. we, we may have lost the game. Yeah, You know, so how this shot yeah. actually came about, the ball, the length of the ball, the, 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 pressure, the situation the... of the game, there's a lot more to the shot yeah. than just that, you know, World Cup winning moment. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I, I, I think to to understand the significance, and and I I agree with Shivang. Te- technically, that first six was probably better. And and yeah. again, this is speaking as a bowler. I I think the execution of that first six was was magnificent. The second six, yes, and Coley said it himself. He doesn't know how he pulled it off. It was a bit freaky. But as you say, Sid, I think it was what that shot, what that second six did for the remaining over, right? The the absolute mm. meltdown mm. that we saw in the final over, the wide and the no ball. Yeah. I think all of that was because we saw two sixes of the last two balls the in the previous over. It, it was, a, I, I think it was yeah. pretty much the, the game, I think, came down to two key moments. The first one was that second six, not the first one. Mm. Because yeah. that that really put the pressure on, and obviously mm-hmm. the the other ma- the huge moment was the the, the no third ball. six that he hit <laughs> in that flurry off the no ball. That that was basically mm-hmm. what I I think yeah. at that point mm-hmm. the game was over. Right? It was yeah. it was just yeah. de- it I was mean, details after that, but the game was won at that point. We say details. You know, it was twenty eight of twenty eight of eight balls. Yeah. You know, uh, that's that was not an easy task and. They made um, those two sixes took a huge amount of pressure on that last over off. 
But um, Kevin. Yeah, so just just touching back on those, um, the two sixes. So from perspective of sitting there, and I've watched this, those two overs about four times in the last uh, day. Uh, only four <laughs> um, times? I'll, only four times. I've restricted <laughs> oh, myself. To rewatch that last over. <laughs> those are a lot of numbers, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, I've watched it like 15 <laughs> times, and I'm not even in out. The last, in the last two days. In the last two days. I've, oh, yeah, oh, okay. Right, well, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. In yeah, the yeah, last yeah, week, yeah. Well, the number is too large. <laughs> fair, fair. It was, fair. It was yeah. on replay while I was working during the week. <laughs> 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 no, no, um, you were you were working while you were watching the replay. Yeah, that's that's more accurate. <laughs> but just just the, the there's a couple of things there that we to break down. Firstly, that back foot drive, I, I don't even know what you want to call it. Completely agree that it should not be coached. The second shot though, the one where he flicked it off his pads for six while coming down mm-hmm. the wicket. That's still a pretty difficult shot to do under pressure. Like if you get that yep. timing wrong, it would hit the pad. You may get a run, and then that's it. Like he he's gambling a lot on that shot. So that's we we brushed over it. It's not as good, but it's still it's still spectacular. Isn't it? It's also it's also balance when you're moving it's forward a- to make sure because when you're hitting leg side and you're moving forward that much, it's easy to overbalance on that front foot, and you you kind of. Fall away, yeah. end up just hitting can the ball we give, up. Can we give kudos to Ashwin for firstly winning the game or actually drawing the game for them? Because he could have very <laughs> easily done what DK did and, you know, wild swing on a wide delivery and, you know, it, it would have been basically mm. curtains at that point. I thought we agreed Absolutely. to not give any kudos to Chennai Super Kings players. <laughs> Yeah. I'll, I'll, One thing you can always rely on Ashwin for is to play with the rules in mind and play to the rules. And with game awareness. Game awareness, yeah. yeah, yeah with yes. game awareness, yeah. So, uh, I'll just add one last thing to those two sixes. The second one was obviously a very difficult shot, but it was easy because he got into Harris Rao's head. Mm. Yeah. You know, he wanted him to ball there. Um. The first one was difficult because Harry Frost wasn't expecting that he's going to get on the back foot. I don't know how he got that 84-meter six in Melbourne, but look, it was brilliant. But the next one, he made him ball where he wanted him to ball. And that's the you hallmark know? of a good batsman. Yeah. Yeah. And then once Harris Ralph balled that ball, you could see his facial expression. He knew, shit, what have I done? That's going for six. And Kohli is a strong bottom-handed player, you know. He was always going to flick it for six. Yeah. So, yeah, he just got into his head. And Harris Ruff made such a big statement before the game. Oh, this is my home ground. I play for Melbourne, I don't know, Stars or whoever he plays for. Stars, you know, yeah. I know the conditions well. So, yeah. you know, it's up my alley. What? Yeah, well. <laughs> and he started well. He started He started well. He bowled well he, first few years. One of the best T20 bowlers, definitely, no doubt about it. But, you you know, this is the thing. You don't go out and actually make such statements before a big game. That you know, too when, like, you know, Virat Kohli is in the opposition camp and he lives and breathes for somebody to make a statement like this. Yeah. Yeah. So be humble in whatever you do. So, so this also leads us really nicely to the topic that came up later on in the week and something we all discovered together um, that we didn't know about, and that was the Pak Bean. Uh, 
And the hatred for the bad uh, from Zimbabwe. Uh, how much Zimbabwe hate Pakistan for the existence of Pakmeet. Uh, and their revenge in beating Pakistan as well. If they thought they were getting $10 tickets for the original Mr. Bean, I think Zimbabwe, I, I blame Zimbabwe for that. Hey, 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 hey. Their the currency has gone through a lot. They probably don't know what $10 is worth now. That's true. That's but, true. Uh, as bad as I feel for them. And it was interesting. Uh, uh, the impression I got watching the Zimbabwe-Pakistan game was Pakistan were just mentally, they were just jarred. You, you could see whenever, and again, it was at multiple points. We, we won't go through this in, in, in much detail, but I counted about three different points at which Zimbabwe put Pakistan under serious pressure. And they completely collapsed every time. It, it was It was like those two sixes were being replayed in their head every single time the pressure came on. There's also Pakistan's fielding that came back as well um, to, to haunt them. Here's something interesting I found out about Pakistan versus Zimbabwe uh, matches. It's called Ashes 2.0. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I guess from now on, it's going to be called the Pak Bean Cup. <laughs> because they had played so many close <laughs> games. There was a game, I think it was last year, with Zimbabwe score 118 and Pakistan was bowled out for 99. 99. Ooh, so yeah. apparently they said this is the next big, you know, rivalry <laughs> in the world cricket. Ashes 2.0. <laughs> uh, you know, all said and done, I'm, I'm, a part of me is happy that the game that we saw at the MCG was at the MCG and not at Perth Stadium. Because mm. the outcome would have mm. been very different at Perth Stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... And and like going with the minnows as well, and you know we spoke about the minnows coming into the tournament. Um, going with Zimbabwe beating Pakistan and creating that like now Pakistan on the verge of potentially missing out on the in, in the Super Six, uh, and also then Ireland, uh, the game smarts to outplay England and the rain. Yeah, personally, I think it's been a, a and look. Uh, I would have done it anyway, but I think these games being really, really close has it gave me a really good excuse to watch every single game because mm. the games have been absolutely <laughs> brilliant. The brilliant. the min the minnows, I think, it to me when, when compared to previous tournaments, you sort of had a case of um, the the smaller teams having one or two good players, and the bigger teams could after go, could go after those players and get them out. I think what we're seeing now from the the Dutch, we spoke about Zimbabwe, Ireland, is the way they manage the games. Uh, we've seen multiple times where they've lost wickets early, like like New Zealand, Sri Lanka, where it was basically you lose wickets early, you consolidate, and then you go for it at the end. I, I think we're seeing some really really smart cricket from from the small the so called smaller teams. Mm. Yeah, and I think you couldn't you couldn't have that tightness without the pitches that they've been playing on. 100 percent. Mm. Yep. 150, 160 chaseable targets. You know, we've had the one outlier of, of we've previously spoken about, but apart from that, it's been fantastic pitches all around. The only mm. issue has been the rain. And it, it was one <laughs> part of the conversation that I don't quite understand why the MCG, which is a cricket ground, does not have a roof with Melbourne weather. It's, you know, you know, in Melbourne, 
there's a there's a stadium down the yeah. road from the MCG Marvel that stadium. does have a track. I was going to say that. Apparently, it, it's raining in Perth right now as we speak, and they have the match stopped. It'd be brilliant if it gets washed out. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you cannot make this up. No, the wooden no, spoon stays with the um, deserving candidates in that case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that the weather's been a bit of a shocker, absolutely. Mm. I don't know if the scheduling's right. Mm. and. MCG is is a brilliant stadium, but you don't want England Australia clash to be washed out. Yeah, 100%. you know that was yeah. that was a blockbuster yeah. game. Yeah, uh, and that's probably ICC also losing out on a lot of money because of that as well. Um, yeah, second you know, second uh, biggest game. Of revenues. Second biggest game after yeah. India Pakistan. Uh, again, I, I'm I'm not yeah. not. It's not so much the rain. I think we're seeing, and we can thank climate change for this, but we're seeing irregular weather everywhere. Mm. across the globe right you, you could have had this anywhere and you'd have funny weather i i think given the unpredictability and the nature of cricket the the really disappointing thing i think has been um having the the two games in the same stadium if i'm not mistaken it was england ireland and that was going to be followed by new zealand afghanistan mm. and i can mm. see where they're going i can see where they're going with the double hitters and the crowd and everything but it's the fact that if one of them gets rained out, the other one is also going to get rained out. Yeah, and it's just it, it's just what yeah. cricket is, right? And yeah. I, I don't know. Not sure what yeah. you guys think, but I, I think we could have de-risked this whole thing. Yeah, I, I thought exactly the same thing could be last week when I thought a lot of games happening, you know, back-to-back at the same ground doesn't make much sense to me. Um, you could have played, you know... New Zealand, Afghanistan at the Marvel Stadium. I don't know if it's still called Marvel Stadium, yeah, whatever that's called. Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. Uh, you can close the roof. You can play the game. Like it's 2022. Yeah. We figured out everything other than DRS calls. We still haven't figured out how to play <laughs> if it's raining. We, we 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 yeah. still haven't figured out how Coley hit that second six. Well, that's yeah, yeah. I, that, we and yeah. I, that might be. We might just need to concede on that one. Probably not going to yeah. figure that one out. No, I think yeah, we'll leave it. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it up. Maybe Pavish, uh, the president of the bowlers club, maybe, uh, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, and the pilot, maybe he's done the right sort of physics to to sort of figure that one out for yeah. us. And and talking about talking about drama and the tight finishes, like the Nagan dance is Nagan dance is still on, right? Like because after the drama, I think any the the India Pakistan final over could have been more dramatic if it ended the way the Zimbabwe Bangladesh oh. uh, final Ooh. ball ended. With all the players walking off and the umpire standing in the middle with his arm out saying no ball and everyone just going, you know, like movie style, like, Oh my God, what happened? <laughs> quick, quick, run back on the field. Yeah. Yeah. That, but he just forgot the, and basics. then just swinging and missing the ball. Well, yeah, that was more anticlimax, but basics of the game, <laughs> basic, you know, a wicket keeper, collect the ball behind the stumps. Yeah. That's the number yep. one thing. First thing you're taught, really. Yeah. We yeah. we were actually um, me and Bavesh were watching the India Pakistan game together, and we noticed that happened with one of the dismissals. I can't remember who it was. It was a stumping. It was. But um, no, it was a run. It was a stumping. No, it was a run out. No, no, it was, it was a run out. It was a run out. It was a run out of uh, Akshar Patel. Yep. Yep. Wait, yeah. he didn't have the ball yeah. in the hand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, not the, not the, not the ball no, in the hand. The, there was actually another one. It was one. the free hit one. It was a stumping. Yeah. Um, what happened was yes, he, yes. T- the keeper actually put the, it got, his hands went past the stumps to grab the ball. Um, but 
I think that's one of those caveats where because it's hit the batsman, yes, it hit the batsman, to, so he's allowed to do it. it. Yes, yep. this is the yep. DK wicket, yep. right? DK wicket, the last. Yeah, over. I think so. Yeah, which was a massive brain fade yeah. in that moment, and it was like the oh. twist. It was a cherry on top of that situation. <laughs> that was a wide, actually. That's exactly the ball. Yeah, that's, Ashwin yeah, left. Ashwin left. That's exactly right. Yeah. 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 And actually, speaking of Ashwin, I'm sort of glad he didn't listen to Kohli because Kohli was like, make space and hit it over covers and matches over. And Ashwin's like, you know what? Leave this to me. I got yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Who was in the T20, uh, the IPL T20 final? Ashwin. So, you know, he's got a bit of experience playing. And, you know, yeah. he, he's, he thinks a little bit ahead. We, we spoke a bit before about him, you know, with a low crouched position. Getting ready for the um, <laughs> head butting the ball. Actually, that's that's a really interesting point you raised there, Kevin, because it was a spinner bowling to Ashwin, so he probably had, had him completely figured out. But what do you guys make of the whole thing of um, of having the spinner bowl the twentieth over? Was that was that tactically a, a big screw up? So it depends was. who you ask. Yeah, I'm not yeah. in favor of Shadab bowling the last over. Was it Shadab? Was it Nawaz? It was Nawaz. It was, uh, Nawaz. 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 Yeah, Nawaz. My bad. I was not in favor of Nawaz bowling the last over, given he's never bowled a death over in his life. It comes down to captaincy, Goodfried, and I think uh, Baba's captaincy hasn't been up to the mark. Um, he had, I think he he bet the game on the 19th over that the game will finish in the 19th over. So if Nawaz has to defend, say, 25 in the last over. Probably doable. Maybe get set for a yep. couple of sixes, three sixes at best. 18-20, still win the game. He didn't have a plan yep. B. What if that doesn't come through the yeah, 19th and, over? And who was, I mean, I don't think anyone in the crowd or anyone watching was picking that Kohli would get two sixes yeah. off those last two balls. Yeah. Because, to be honest, they were very close to going to that last over needing 25. But still, though, you just... You when you know that it's Virat Kohli and Hardik Pandya who are batting, not <laughs> yeah. having a plan B mm. is outright stupid. Yeah. And yeah. I would even say, look, and this was the exact conversation we were having in this car. But what I was saying was, if it's 20 off the last with Nawaz bowling, India still have a chance. As it turned mm. out, it was 16, right? So they were... I would say 16 yeah. of six, the pendulum had well and truly swung at that point, as we've discussed mm. with those two sixes. But but say there was uh, two boundaries or there was only the one six and they needed 20. I would still say when you've got your spinner, and and, and look, again, this, um, this hasn't been brought up as much as I would have liked, um, but he had him bowling medium pace, right? So it wasn't like he was yeah. bowling how he normally does. He had mm. him bowling medium pace to... To stump, stump to stump, to stump right? And it's—I uh, think tactically that mm. was a—that was—that um, was a big screw up. You—you you want to know if another screw up? Rizban standing back to him. Hundred yeah, percent was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look. Like in context, though, Nawaz didn't bowl that badly. He got Hardik out on that first ball um, with a reasonably good qual- um, quality delivery. He did make some mistakes in between, but I think. It's as you were saying, Gurpreet, the game was already in favor of India before it got to him. And that was a huge yep. part of how that would have worked. Like if, if Baba was betting on, um, uh, Harris Ralph to, to finish it off in that 19th over, he didn't do that. And that put Nawaz in basically an untenable situation, really. 
Mm. Um, yeah. And he still bowled yeah. really well. We got to give him credit. He got two wickets. They still had a chance in the second last ball. Um, yeah. Yep. And then you come, and then basically comes down to like the no balls and the wides. Like that, exactly. that's a, that, that's on Nawaz. Like he yeah. shouldn't have been bowling no balls and wides. Yeah. And, and look, I, off the same ball, yeah. Kevin, you're right. Like, I think from a captaincy perspective, all I can imagine saying to, to a, a bowler in that last over, especially when the situation was 16 off five, and then I think it was 13 off three, was mm. don't bowl a wide or a no ball. And he did, uh, he did both of those things, right? <laughs> and, 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 and maybe that's not so much on the captain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Hell of a well, yeah. to his defense, he could say if uh, Afridi and uh, what's his name? Uh, the one who bowled the 19th over, they've given 16 each, Harris, so I've done 16 Ruff, as well. Harris Ruff, so, you know, he hasn't <laughs> gone any worse. Yeah, yeah Shaheen Afridi actually hasn't bowled as well in this tournament. I think he only got his first wicket in... Today, uh, yeah. Today, that's yeah, true. Today, yeah. But yeah. then we also have to remember he's not fit. Like, he's being rushed back into this mm. tournament because, guess what? He had everybody's number in the last one. And this this is a pitch meant for bowlers like or these are pitches meant for a bowler like him. Yeah, I don't think mm. that's an excuse though. Like no, it's not an excuse, no. No. It's not an excuse. Gents, with um with a lot of lot of games still coming up around the horizon, there's um India, South Africa still to look forward to. England, New Zealand, it seems like a lot of the top a lot, of the, a lot of the semi-final spots are coming now into real contention. We have Pakistan-South Africa. That might be a do-or-die game. It might might be just a um, might be just a passenger game where P- Pakistan try to disrupt uh, South Africa's net run rate. But there's a lot more of this tournament still left. And let's leave it at that and let's enjoy the rest of this tournament. So, guys, thank you for all your time and all your all your thoughts and opinions this week. If you want to get sports nerdy with the team, you can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the Backpass Pod. We'll be back next week with more sports analysis and banter right here on the Backpass. <laughs> <laughs>